to Square Art Sports Lane Frame Podcast. Almost this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now in episode 53, everybody. It's for 53 episodes through. The NBA is back, everybody. We got our NBA special coming for you. MLB playoffs heating up, NFL and college football. What a great week we had. And so much more. Stay tuned. Square Art Sports Lane Frank, episode 53. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start for episode 53, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. Okay, we got a bunch of stuff to run by with you in the NBA. Ben Simmons suspended for a game because, you know, apparently, like, a cell phone in his pocket during practice, not paying practice well enough. They should trade him. They should trade him this minute, okay? They should. And, you know, Sixers, not going to make the conference finals here. Not going to make the finals here. May not even make the semifinals. You could say maybe not even make the playoffs, okay? It's just, this team, it's, the chemistry's not there, a bunch of stuff's not there. And then Rich Paul said, if Ben Simmons is gone, then he's going to try and get Tyrese Maxey gone. That's your bright star. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. Sixers, in a bit of a dilemma here. Maybe we'll talk more about it later. But just interesting thing to think about here. Ben Simmons, when we all thought all was good, he came back to Philadelphia. We're good. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Doc Rivers suspends him for one game. Ben Simmons is going to be out first game of the season. His first suspension of his career. Interesting to think about here. You know, just... If, and then you say down the line of the season, Joel Embiid gets hurt. Who do you have? You really don't have many players. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. That's about it. Well, my take on Philadelphia 76ers. But Kyrie Irving, everybody. It's official. He's not going to start the NBA season. Will he play at all? Okay, maybe we'll talk about it later. Okay, I'm going to give out my MVP. My finals prediction, is it with the Nets? Is it with Kyrie Irving? Is it with somebody else? I mean, we'll talk more about that later. But just interesting thing to think about here, Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets not going to start the season, not going to play the first game of the season against the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, excited to watch that game. But the NBA is back, everybody. Okay, you know, just not much uh, talk about the games right now, but next week we're going to have a whole progress report on the NBA, top five teams in the NBA, coming next week. NBA war predictions still coming up. Stay tuned. Let's move to the NFL, everybody, where we an action-packed weekend. Okay, let me start by saying this. How about them Cowboys, everybody? I'm not a Cowboys fan. I've never been a Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan. But they're 5-1. and one. And what did I say before the season? I said they would start 5-1. I said they would lose their first game to Tampa Buccaneers, and then they would win every single game until the Kansas City Chiefs game. Okay, because... They haven't played a playoff team from last year yet. People need to realize that. The Dallas Cowboys haven't played a playoff team from last year yet. The only They haven't beat a playoff team from last year yet. Let me say that. They haven't beat a playoff team from last year yet. They've only played one. It was Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they lost. They put up a good fight, but they lost. Trayvon Diggs, you can say, oh, he's such a great player. He's the best DB in the NFL. No, no, no. You know, Trayvon Diggs is on pace to give up the most errors in the NFL season. Yeah, you can say, oh, he makes cool plays, gets interceptions. I'll take Jair Alexander over Trayvon Diggs. I'll take Jalen Ramsey over Trayvon Diggs. Ten times that time. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. Gets burned way too much Trayvon Diggs. You know, he makes that one splash play, but then he gives up 70-yard touchdown next draft. That's exactly what happened in that Patriots game. Yeah, the Cowboys won, but they're 5-1. Interesting thing about here, you know, we got a Cowboys segment coming up at the end of the episode. Stay tuned for that. But Cowboys, off to a great start. 5-1, everybody. Okay, Miami Dolphins. We did our whole thing on the Dolphins last week. The Dolphins dilemma. Are they good? Is Brian Flores a bad coach? Is two of the right guy? Two returns this week in London. And they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who hadn't won a game in over a year, who had pretty much a college team, you can say. They have a college coach. They had a college quarterback from last year. They have college players in that team still. It seems like that. They almost played like a college team the first five games of the season. But they showed up in game six, everybody. Okay, beating Miami Dolphins. Matthew Wright, great kicker. Finally got the king of shoes figured out. Cut Josh Lambeau, picked up Matthew Wright, kicker from UCF. But just... Interesting thing to think about here, Dolphins 1-5. You do realize that. They're statistically the second worst team in the NFL. All I'm trying to say here, this is a team who had 10 wins last year. 10 wins. They had six losses. They have five of their first six games of the season. That's all I'm trying to say here. And their one win is by one point to a rookie quarterback in his first game of the season. Okay, interesting thing to think about here, Miami Dolphins, doing terrible to start the season. 
They're not going to rebound from this. Tutang Vola will not be the starting quarterback of this team next year. He will not. It's going to be uh, Deshaun Watson. It's going to be Desmond. It's going to be Carson Strong. It's going to be somebody else. Maybe an NFL draft quarterback. Sam Howell. Whoever you want to say. JT Daniels. It's going to be somebody else. And they might trade to it. We're all going to figure it out this offseason. Okay? I know we're only in game six. Miami Dolphins. Just looking terrible so far. Start of the season. But one team, you know, is looking great. The Baltimore Ravens. I said two weeks ago. Best team in the NFL. Everyone's calling me crazy. What about the Cardinals? What about the Chargers? What about everybody else? No, no, no. Ravens are the best team in the NFL. They're 5-1. One. one loss on the season. In the first game of the season. In the game they blew, which they should have won. Against the Las Vegas Raiders. They outplayed the Raiders in that game. They just, Raiders beat them in overtime. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. Ravens are the best team in the NFL. There's no debating me on that. Beat the Chargers out of the water. What is it? 34-6. Great game of Ravens defense. Great game of Lamar Jackson. Okay, Lamar Jackson just managed the game well. Okay, that's all he had to do in that game. And then last week, he had an insane game against the Colts. When they need Lamar to step up, he steps up. When they need Lamar to just take a little bit backseat and win the game with their defense, running game and all that, they get it done. Okay, you could say, before the season, they had J.K. Dobbins and Cross Edwards. They're the rest of the top two running backs. They brought on Latavius Murray. They brought on Le'Veon Bell and Tyson Williams, rookie running back. That showed to be great. Okay, that's what I love to see out of this Ravens team. They're going to make the Super Bowl. Maybe not win it. They're going to play the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl prediction right now. But Baltimore Ravens off to a great start to the season. Okay, the Browns are going to struggle, everybody. Okay, OBJ's out. Baker's, Baker's hurt. Okay, they got an easy game this week pretty much against the Broncos. They're on a three-game losing streak. Maybe they snap this week. Maybe they don't. I want to talk about the Browns later in uh, episode. Big segment coming up about the Cleveland Browns this week. We're going to hear Cleveland Browns spotlight. Talk about some things there. But Cleveland Browns struggling a little bit here. Back-to-back losses. Picking up their third loss this season. You know, two weeks ago, 3-1. and one. Two games above 500. Right now, they are 500. Okay, so I'm trying to say here. Cleveland Browns not doing so great in the last couple games. Okay, just got blown out of the water by the Arizona Cardinals. We'll talk more about that later. But their division rival, the Steelers, everybody. Okay, Pittsburgh Steelers go up against the Seahawks, and they win that game. It was a different game, okay, because you got pretty much Big Ben is in the top 32 quarterback in the NFL right now. I would probably take a backup quarterback over Big Ben right now. You could probably take Mitchell Trubisky, you could say, or just one of the best backups in the NFL. I'm trying to think right now. Jacoby Brissett was, like, fine this year. I mean, didn't get that many wins, but just interesting to think about here. Big Ben not doing great this season, but showed resilience. It was his first game without Juju Smith-Schuster in a long time. Okay, maybe his best wide receiver target. And they won against the Geno Smith-led Seahawks, if he's even a leader for them. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. And then, just interesting to think about here, the running game is not going to go great for Seattle right now. Uh, Alex Collins, their backup running back cert. Chris Carson, their starting running back cert. Russell Wilson, their best running back threat, or running threat, is also out, their quarterback. Okay, so it's an interesting thing things about here. Okay, are the Seahawks going to make the playoffs here? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for the headlines this week. Now, score at Sports NFL Game Day, everybody. We had an eventful week in the NFL last week. We still have been below average on our picks this year. Okay, I'm not satisfied with being 5-4, which we were last week. I'm not satisfied with being 6-3. We want that perfect record or one loss. We're shooting for that perfect record, though. Let's hop into it. Thursday night football, Broncos. Browns are getting a little sneak peek of it. Give me the Browns in this one. I don't care if Baker Mayfield's hurt. You know, you can see Teddy Bridgewater go off in this game and win the game, but give me the Browns in this one. Chiefs, Titans, everybody. Okay, we're going to learn a lot about this Chiefs team this week. We're going to learn a lot. If they win this game, they're fine. They might, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to get 12 wins. They're going to get 13 wins, 14 wins, whatever it might be. But they lose. We got some thinking to do. Okay, the Saints team is a good team. Can they stop the run? Probably not. But the, can they contain Ryan Tannehill? Interesting thing to think about here. Ryan Tannehill, you know, he's going to be out with his left tackle. 
Taylor Lewan. They got pretty depleted Monday Night Football. Their top rookie, their first-round pick, Caleb Farley, is going to be out with a torn ACL. Titans have rough drafting issues. Last year, their first-round pick, Isaiah Wilson, only played one game, cut him after the season, trade him after the season. Now Caleb Farley tore his ACL. You know, you got Taylor Lewan probably out for the rest of the season. Interesting thing to think about here in Tennessee, but I got the Chiefs in this one. I'm hoping the Kansas City guys can get it done. Well, if they can't, we got something to do. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. And all right, let's uh, speed things up here. Bengals, Ravens, everybody. All right, this is going to be a good game. Uh, you know, Bengals are 4-1, everybody. Okay? They were a terrible team last year, even with Joe Burrow at quarterback. They're 4-1. They have a better record than the Browns. I guarantee you the Bengals have a better record than your favorite team. They probably do. But give me the Ravens in this one. Going to win this one. I love this Ravens team. I really do. And I think they will. Bears, Bucks. Okay, this is going to be a good game. Uh, and last year, Bears beat the Bucks, but that was with Nick Foles. This is with Justin Fields, a rookie quarterback, Bruce Arians, uh, Todd Bowles. Everybody figures him out in this game, and he doesn't run for anything. I think they get shut down. No running game, really. Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams could say Khalil Herbert can go off like he did last week. Bouncy it. Give me the Bucks in this one. Winning, but close. Colts 49ers, everybody. Okay, this is going to be a good game. Uh, Colts, you know, flying under the radar, everybody. Okay, you know, they only have two wins in the season, but they had a 20-point lead against the Ravens, which they blew, and then they had a good game against the Texans last week. They are picking some things up. John Taylor has maybe had the best two-game stretch of his career so far. I mean, just playing great. Jonathan Taylor, two, uh, two touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. But give me the uh, four hours in this one. You know, it might be Troy Lance, it might be Jimmy Garoppolo, whatever you want to see here. I do think four hours defense gets it done, though. Maybe stops Jonathan Taylor's, Jonathan Taylor's hot streak, but give me the four hours in this one. Saints-Seahawks, Monday Night Football. It's going to be a good game. Last game we're going to pick right here. Okay, Saints, good team. And James Winston, quarterback, good win last week. They're going to play well in this game. And I think the Saints do get it done. Geno Smith, not a good quarterback. I picked, I made the mistake last week of picking the Seahawks to beat the Steelers. And they didn't come close to it. Okay? You'd say they lost by three points. Geno Smith played terrible. He played horrendous. He didn't play well. DK Metcalf didn't play well. You see all the things going on with Shannon Sharp. DK Metcalf, that's immature. He's a third-year player. DK Metcalf, you'd say he's a better one, maybe you want to say here. He's not. Okay? I have the Saints in this one, taking the dub. Okay, Sean Payton is gonna play. Is gonna coach well in this game. He will. So give me the Saints in this one. All my night football. That's about for Squirt Sports and Fuggy in this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five, everybody. This week's top five is top five players in college football. Okay, it's not the Heisman race. This isn't my Heisman race. In the Heisman race, I would have Bryce Young, Matt Corral, all these guys. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to have them in this list. This is the top five players in college football. I don't care about positions. I don't care about your team's record. I only care about how, I don't care about your stats so much. I only care about how playing on the field and how you're matching up against others. I see a lot of run after catch with Bryce Young, okay? You, you hit James, uh, Jameson Williams on a slant and he runs for eight yards. That's really all I see with Bryce Young, okay? Because he hasn't shown his ability to be under pressure this year. And when he did in the Texas A&M game, he didn't do that well. Okay, I know they scored 30-plus points, but just interesting to think about here, I don't have Bryce Young on this list. There you go. But top five players in college football right now. Let's hop into it. My first honorable mention right here is going to be Kyle Hamilton. Safety, Notre Dame had two picks in that Florida State game, and then people were saying, oh, he's going to be the first first overall pick, everything like that. He's a great player. Declined a little bit because Notre Dame's declined a little bit in the past few weeks. Well, still have only one loss this season to Cincinnati, but I am putting... Kyle Hamilton is the sixth best player in college football. My only album mention. But now, let's hop into it. The fifth best player in college football, everybody, is from my Michigan Wolverines, Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, six sacks in the season. The highest graded defensive player in the country. He is. Projected to be a top five pick in this year's NFL draft. And I'm so happy about it. Aiden Hutchinson is an amazing player of my Michigan Wolverines. He's just played great, okay? You know, he might have the most sacks, but he gets the most QB hits. He gets the most pressure. He gets all that. 
of the best defense players in the country, graded by PFF, all those, all those other sites, Pro Football Focus, everywhere. Ian Hutchinson, the fifth best player in college football from my Michigan Wolverines. Number four, Jordan Davis, defensive lineman from Georgia, everybody. Okay, you could say he might even be number one in the highest winners right now. I mean, what he does is a freak of nature. He's 6'6", 330-plus pounds, okay? And he runs better than most people. It's just crazy to think about. Jordan Davis is an amazing player. He really is. So I think Jordan Davis is the fourth-best player in college football, one of the most fearsome, okay? One of the most, just one of the most freak athletes in sports right now. Okay, I'll say that right there. Jordan Davis, fourth-best player in college football, going to be a high pick in this year's NFL draft. Number three, Bijan Robinson, a running back, Texas. Bijan Robinson's only a sophomore, everybody, and he's a great running back. Third-best player in college football is Bijan Robinson. Texas, not doing so well this year. And like I said, it's not going off of your team's record. I'm going off of how you're playing, okay? You know, how your stats are. Everything is. That's what I'm going off of here. How I'm being great on everything, okay? Bijan Robinson is the third best player in college football. No big bad. Number two, Matt Corral, quarterback Ole Miss. Like I said, no Bryce Young on this list. Matt Corral's the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now. He is, okay? Matt Corral, number two, second best player in college football. He's going to be hurt this week. Probably won't play against LSU, but, you know, you might not have to just because everything going on with the LSU program. We'll talk more about later. Ed Orgeron got a good win against Florida this week, but that's besides the point. Matt Corral is the second best player in college football right now. No big bad. Now, number one, you can bait me on this. You can call it. You can say this is the worst take ever. But I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again. Caleb Williams will be better than Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, and Jalen Hurts. He'll be a better NFL quarterback than them all. What has Baker done so far in the NFL? He's been a game manager. What has Jalen Hurts done in the NFL so far? He's been a game manager. Kyler Murray's been an MVP candidate, but I think Caleb Williams can be better than all of them in the NFL and in college football. I think Caleb Williams can win the Heisman this year if it's not too late. I think Caleb Williams is the Best player in college football. You can say, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've only seen one and a half game out of this guy. He's been amazing in those one and a half game. Okay. You know how hard it is? In your first career game, first career half, to go down 21 points in the biggest, one of the biggest rivalry games of the year. Probably OU's biggest game of the year is against Texas. They were down 28 to 7, and they put a true freshman who didn't play organized football the previous year because the season was canceled. And he leads them to a victory? That's what I'm trying to say here. Comeback victory. And then next week, he goes against TCU, another good team. Gets the start and has five total touchdowns. Looked like Superman. I watched that game. He had 30-yard touchdowns. He had like three incompletions, two of them being dropped touchdowns. Kill Williams is the best player in college football. I, like I said, this isn't Heisman races. This was Heisman races. Bryce Young would be on there. Caleb Williams wouldn't. Ian Hutchinson wouldn't. Jordan Davis would probably be higher. Kyle Hamilton wouldn't be here. Bijan Robinson wouldn't be here. That's all I'm trying to say here. Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. Superman. You can debate me on it. You can comment. You can say whatever you want. But Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. That's about for top five this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know everybody? This week's Did You Know It's Again. We got the NBA starting now. We got the NBA season starting this week. And we all love social media. What's our favorite social media? But you could say Instagram, Twitter. Oh, let's talk about Twitter here for a second. Okay. Did you know? What's what's the Twitter bird logo? Okay, it's a, twi- it's a bird. Did you know the Twitter bird is named after Larry Bird? It's all it's in honor of Larry Bird. It's after Larry Bird. Didn't know that? Leave down in the comment section. That's about for Didn't Know This Week. Okay, like I said, this is the NBA special. NBA season starting this week. What do we all love to do? We all love to predict the NBA season. 
So let's predict that NBA award show. This is the Schoolyard Sports 2021-2022 NBA season award show. Let's hop into it. Who's going to be this year's New York Knicks? I want to make some fun words and then we'll get into most improved, all that type of uh, Rookie of the Year, MVP, all that type of stuff. Who's going to be this year's New York Knicks? It's going to be the Sacramento Kings. You're going to say, oh, Marvin Bagley's on their rotation. Why didn't they just trade him? It's just going to decrease the trade value. But I like this team. Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, I think they have a chance to be this year's New York Knicks. They can sneak in there as a six seed, seven seed, five seed. They're not going to get the four seed. Whatever it might be, they can be the sleeper teams here like the New York Knicks were last year. Sacramento te- uh, Kings are going to be this year's New York Knicks. Now, better luck next year. That's why I'm going to call this one better luck next year because this is going to be the worst team in the NBA this year. And it's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, you could say the Orlando Magic, but I think Jalen Suggs, Anthony, and RJ Hampton's going to be an amazing backcourt for the future. And I think it'll show some flash this year, have a good season, can maybe get 30 wins, whatever it might be. But the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to have a rough season. Colin Sexton's situation, is he going to be on the team? Is he going to play? Is he going to get traded the trade online? Darius Garland, everything like that. And then Evan Mobley's just raw. He hasn't looked, he may look fine this summer. He's just a raw player. He's not going to have an amazing rookie year. You know, he's going to average 13 points and 10 rebounds, whatever it might be. But Evan Mobley, good player. Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm going to say better luck next year. You're going to be the worst team in the NBA this year. Now, Mr. Improved, my last fun word here. Let's call, who's going to be Mr. Improved this year? It's going to be Cam Rich. Okay, you know, we saw some players last year, like Julius Randle be most improved. I'm not saying Cam Rush can be most improved, but he could be maybe like, Cam Rush didn't really play much that last year. I don't even think he's qualified for most improved because he didn't play that much last year. But Cam Rush can improve so much this year. Okay, he's going to be a sleeper player for maybe the, an amazing award, three-point contest, whatever it might be. All I mean, just he's a great player. Cam Rash really hasn't been great so far in his NBA career. You know, got overshadowed in college, getting overshadowed in the NBA. But I think this is the year Cam Rash shows out. He's going to be Mr. Improved this year. Not most improved, Mr. Improved. That's our scored sports award. Cam Rash, he will be that this year. Now, let's get into the real awards here. Let's get some things. Rookie of the year is going to be my NBA Rookie of the Year. Cade Cunningham's not going to play the first game of the season. Jalen Suggs probably won't win Rookie of the Year. Scotty Barnes definitely won't. Evan Mobley definitely won't. But who will? Jalen Green, shooting guard of the Houston Rockets. That's going to be a great backcourt. Kevin Porter, Josh Christopher, Jalen Green. Missed a couple guys, but still. Jalen Green is going to be a superstar. He's going to average 27 points, or 20 points this year, let's call it. Maybe 20 points out, whatever it might be. He's going to average 20 points this year. He's probably going to average five assists, eight rebounds, whatever it might be. He's going to have a great season, Jalen Green. He might even be, he's going to make all rookie first team, as expected. He's going to be rookie of the year. He might even make the three-point contest, dunk contest, whatever it might be. He's going to have a great year, Jalen Green. You know, you could say long shot for the All-Star game. That's maybe taking a little too far. But Jalen Green is my pick for rookie of the year this year. Maybe another team to look out for. Houston Rockets, Kevin Porter, Josh Christopher. Albert and Sengun, new rookie or whatever. Jalen Green, a couple other guys. Interesting team to think about, but Jalen Green does win rookie of the year this year over all his peers as rookie. Jalen Green is my pick for rookie of the year this year. Now, my MVP, Schoolyard Sports 2021-2022 NBA season MVP is, drumroll please, James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets, everybody. Okay, it's going to be James Harden. He's going to play point guard this year. And when he played point guard last year, he excelled. He looked great. Just maybe it was a little too late for him to be MVP. It was a little bit out of shape last year. But he's going to be in shape this year. He's going to win the NBA MVP this year. I think James Harden, I think that's might even be a better team with just James Harden and Kevin Durant. I think they might be. Okay. They weren't fully healthy for game seven, the semifinals last year, and that's why they lost. But they will be this year, and they will. Okay. I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets to beat the Milwaukee Bucks this year in the conference finals, whatever it might be. And that segues into our next. NBA award and our last NBA award. Who is my NBA Finals champion? It's going to be the Nets in the finals. It might be going up against the Lakers. might be going up against the Suns. But Nets are going to win the East. And, drumroll please, my NBA champion 
of this season, scored sports, 2021, 2022, NBA season champion. Last year, it was the Milwaukee Bucks beating the uh, Brooklyn Nets. This year, it's the Brooklyn Nets beating the Milwaukee Bucks, advancing to the finals, and the Brooklyn Nets winning the NBA championship this year without Kyrie Irving. Without Kyrie Irving. I think this team's better without Kyrie Irving. I really do. I love James Harden. I love Kevin Durant. I love all the guys in this team. Okay? So I'm trying to say, even Kyrie Irving does play this year. They win the NBA championship. They might. And, you know, if Kyrie Irving does play this year, maybe they don't win an NBA championship because maybe he hinders them. Okay? Never know. That's about for my 2021, Squared Sports 2021-2022 NBA season award show, everybody. We're going to do our top five teams in the NBA next week. But that's about the NBA award show this year. Stay tuned. Somewhere to come at Squared Sports Lane for like episode 53. Now, you know how I love to make hot takes on this show, on this channel, on this podcast? Okay, I love to make hot takes. And I'm going to throw out a huge hot take right here. The Cleveland Browns. We talk a lot about the Browns in this show. We talk a lot about Browns on this episode. How they don't have a run game. How they don't have this. How they don't have that. The Cleveland Browns will not make the playoffs this year. You can call me crazy and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. How are the Cleveland Browns not making the playoffs this year? Let me run it by you. You got a tough schedule. You're going to win this week. You're going to get the 4-3. You are. But you're not going to make the playoffs. You play the Ravens back-to-back games, yeah. You play against the Ravens, and then you have a bye week, and then you play against the Ravens again. You're probably going to lose both those games, even with that bye week. And call me crazy, you will. No debate about it. You will lose both those games. So that's already two back-to-back losses. And then that lowers your team around. You got Kareem Hunt headed to the IR. You got Nick Chubb soon headed to the IR, or maybe missed this week. Kareem Hunt's already on the IR, okay? You got no passing game with Baker being hurt. And even with Baker health, he's a game manager. Needs your running backs. Needs your running game. That's what Baker Mayfield is. Didn't show that in college, but he's shown that in the NFL. Baker Mayfield, interesting player. But who's the most intriguing player on this team who got hurt this week? It's Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, I was planning to say this before he got hurt, but I'm even happy to say it now. Okay, Odell Beckham Jr. is officially a Des Bryant. He's the Des Bryant of the NFL right now. Des Bryant's not on the team, but he is. That's what happens when you switch from your big-time team. Des Bryant leaves the Dallas Cowboys, goes out of the NFL for a little bit, and then he's gone. Okay, he's not a superstar anymore. He's not all pro boys. He's not an all pro. He's not an all pro. Odell Beckham Jr. has a great couple years with the Giants. Could have just stuck it out one more year with Pat Shermer. But no, no, no. He wanted to go with his boys and Baker and then lose them in the playoffs. Not only win one playoff game, right? It's pretty fun to have Daniel Jones and Odell Beckham Jr. But Odell Beckham Jr. has shown nothing with the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are better without Odell Beckham Jr. That showed last year. Literally right after that, Baker, that Odell Beckham Jr. injury happened last year. Baker Mayfield, like, hadn't thrown a pick in a while. And then he threw, like, a completion. And then I don't think he had an incompletion for the rest of the game except for the spike ball at the end. And then he had that 29-year touching DPJ, Don Peoples-Jones, which wouldn't have happened if Odell Beckham Jr. was in the game. Okay, Don Peoples-Jones had a Hail Mary this, year from Baker May- uh, this week from Baker Mayfield. But interesting things to think about in Cleveland, Andrew Barry, I like their GM. I like Kevin Stefanski. I like this management and this new management rolling out in Cleveland, the Haslam family, everything like that. But we got a Browns situation going on here, everybody. That's about for my Browns hot take this year. The Clinton Browns. You won't be seeing them in January this year. You might be. Week 18. But not in the playoffs. Nothing beyond that. That's about for my Cleveland Browns hot take this year. That's about for that this week. Now, college football showcase, everybody. Okay, we had a great week of college football last week. We did. 
Ed Orgeron got fired even after beating Florida because it was all in the works. But Ed Orgeron is as LSU head coach. Maybe we'll talk next week on some possible replacements. Maybe you can say Luke Fickle, Matt Campbell, Mel Tucker from Michigan State, whatever it might be. Mel Tucker's a great coach and could be great at LSU. It was great with Georgia as their defense coordinator, great recruiter in the South, better than Michigan recruiting in Louisiana. He is. And I think that would be a great job for Mel Tucker. I think they should hire Mel Tucker. I think he should be a top of the board because Mel Tucker is a great coach, but that's besides the point. Okay? Ed Orgeron is not as LSU head coach, but that was pretty much the only big news in college football this week besides games. We already talked about Caleb Williams. It was amazing. But let's hop into our squared sports top 25 this week. Let's get into it. Number one, Georgia Bulldogs staying there. Number two, Cincinnati. Three, Oklahoma. Four, Alabama. Five, Michigan. Six, Ohio State. Seven, Michigan State. Eight, Penn State. Nine, Oklahoma State. Ten, Ole Miss. Eleven, Iowa. Twelve, Coastal Carolina. Thirteen, Wake Forest. Fourteen, Oregon. Fifteen, Texas A&M. Sixteen, Kentucky. Seventeen, Notre Dame. Eighteen, Pitt. Nineteen, North Carolina State. Twenty, Baylor. Twenty-one, SMU. Twenty-two, Auburn. Twenty-three, UTSA. Twenty-four, Purdue. And twenty-five, San Diego State, everybody. Okay, let's break it down here a little bit. San Diego State's undefeated. I'm putting them at 25. Purdue had a great win against Iowa last week, which I predicted on the Squirt Sports Instagram. If you were following that, you got a great Ben tip. But Purdue, 24th best team in the country. 23 UTSA, undefeated. Great team in Conference USA. The second best team in Conference USA. Utah Myers of El Paso are the best team in Conference USA, everybody. That's going to be a great November 6th showdown. UTSA and UTEP. UTEP only has one loss. But 22 Auburn, 21 SMU. Like I said, SMU off to a great start to the season. Undefeated has a win against TCU. 20 Baylor, just great wins against BYU this week. 19 North Carolina State, still riding high off that uh, Clemson win. 18 Pitt, probably the best team in the ACC. And then you could say Wake Forest, even though they're undefeated, but just interesting to think about there. Coastal Carolina not dropping them too much. Iowa dropping three, eight spots in our call in our top 25 from last week. They were number three last week, number 11 this week, as in most polls. Number 10, Ole Miss moving back into that top 10. Oklahoma State making their first appearance in the top 10. Um, uh, Michigan State moving all the way up to number seven. Penn State dropping a little bit there after that. Uh, after Iowa losing because that's an Iowa loss to them, and then Iowa just lost to an unranked Purdue team. I got my Michigan Wolverines at number five, Alabama at number four, moving up a little bit, moving up one spot because the Iowa lost. Michigan Wolverines moving up one spot, and then Oklahoma at three, Cincinnati staying at two. Cincinnati is the second best team in the country. There's no debating me on that. They are. And then number one, your Georgia Bulldogs there, but that's part from my squared sports top twenty-five this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, let's do our second part of College Ball Shake. It's the games of the week. No, we roll. We do our lock of the week first, and then we pick the game. The week. My lock of the week this week is Oklahoma State, number nine ranked team in the country, in my rankings, beating, I mean, they're plus seven, they're seven point underdogs to an unranked two loss Iowa State team. That's ridiculous. That's bogus. You can tell Iowa State won last week against Kansas State. That's bogus, in my opinion. Oklahoma State being seven point underdogs. They're a top 10 team. They're undefeated. This is an easy lock of the week for me. Give me Oklahoma State. Plus seven. Now, the game of the week, everybody. Oregon, UCLA. Great West Coast matchup. College game day is going to be out there. Everybody's going to be out there. Not so many great college football games this week, but this is the best game. It is. Oregon, UCLA. Who wins it? The Oregon didn't look grand friend. They didn't. I'll say it. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Picking things up here. Five and two, UCLA against six and one, Oregon. Who am I picking here? I think the UCLA Bros at home get the dope. Okay? In the Rose Bowl Stadium in Pasadena. They get the win over Oregon. They do. Okay, it's going to be a back-and-forth game because I just don't think Oregon's... I don't think Oregon's offense clutch enough. You could see Ty Thompson, five-star freshman, coming into this game. You could if they get down by a lot and they have to come back. Okay, you, just, you could see that. I think Ty Thompson's a much better quarterback than Anthony Brown, but I don't know why they won't start Ty Thompson over Anthony Brown. They just... Offense has been terrible. They had to get... And then defense also. They had to get a goal-line stop against 
Cal last week, a 1-4 Cal team. Okay, now they're 1-5. Just interesting stuff to think about here. I'm taking the UCLA Bruins to beat Oregon this week. That's about our College Buzz Showcase this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, I'm going to leave you with this right here. At the buzzer. Schedules make seasons, everybody. Okay? What I mean by that is, the Dallas Cowboys are fake. And so how do you go from schedules make seasons to saying Dallas Cowboys are fake? Because the Dallas Cowboys schedule is so easy. In the NFC East, least, whatever it might be with the Cowboys. Okay? It's the worst division in football besides the Cowboys. Okay? But they're 5-1 to start the season. Everybody's going crazy. Ah, rah, rah. I said before the season, the Cowboys would start 5-1. I didn't say they would be a good team, though. Did I? Okay. Cowboys are yet to beat a team that made the playoffs last year. They haven't, okay? They've played one team who made the playoffs last year. It was Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lost that game. Their only loss this season is to the only team that they played that made the playoffs last year. Yeah, it was the Super Bowl champions, but just interesting thing to think about here. Dallas Cowboys are fake. They're going to get 12 wins because of that terrible division. Okay, but they're going to lose a couple games in line. They're going to lose some stupid games. Okay, they are. They're going to lose. Bro, they're probably going to win every game up until that Kansas City Chiefs game. But after the Kansas City Chiefs game, they're going to lose some morale. They're going to get some losses. Probably going to lose one game to Washington. They're probably going to lose to Rares the next week. Whatever it might be. Just interesting stuff to think about here. Okay? Play Denver or whatever. Just interesting stuff to think about here. Dallas Cowboys, fake team, in my opinion. Dak Prescott's a little bit banged up. I mean, Lizzie Gale, it's, I mean, fine. But just interesting stuff to think about here. Running game has been great past couple weeks. Interesting stuff going on in Dallas. Trayvon Diggs, most overrated defensive player in the NFL right now. Okay, I don't care about interceptions. Yeah, he has nine interceptions this season, whatever it might be. But he gets burned almost every play besides those. All I'm trying to say here, that's about, for at the buzz this week, that's about for my Cowboys take. Leave your thoughts in the comment section, but that's about for that this week. Best flaster, but question this week's question in the NBA starting this week. How will the Phoenix Suns do this year? Will they make the NBA Finals again? Will they win the NBA Finals this year? We got the whole weird situation going on with DeAndre, and they paid Mikael Bridges, they paid everybody else, they paid Cameron Payne. What about DeAndre and the number one pick two years ago, three years ago? Interesting stuff to think about here. Do, how do you think the Phoenix Suns will do this season? How do you think everything will play out? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for question this week. That's about for Squared Sports and Lanfrick, episode 53. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week in episode 54. Stay tuned.